Hey, this is Jacob Hudson, and you're listening to the New Strength Way podcast, where we guide you through becoming the strongest version of yourself through movement, education, and connection. Now let's get into it. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the New Strength Way podcast. Today, I've got a very special guest uh, joining me. She's just jumped in for a quick session here at New Strength, uh, Bonnie Gibbs. So, hey. Yeah, hi, guys. How's it going? Bonnie is a physio at Newcastle Performance Physio and with the team in there with Dave. Uh, and we first met through, you came along to Burgers, Beers and Deadlifts one time and surprised everybody, right? Yeah, absolutely. That was a while back now. Um, definitely rocked up, said, uh, what, my max was about 130 at the time. Yep, pulled um, a huge 150 and shocked everybody. And <laughs> shocked got, myself. <laughs> got did, uh, or equaled rather, Declan and Jordan will get, uh, get on me on this one if I didn't get it right, but equaled Declan and Jordan from BU Coaching. <laughs> so there's one point to uh, Team Bonnie and BU's got to step up next time yeah, they come absolutely. on in. bring it. <laughs> uh, so Bonnie, tell us, like, you've had quite a, uh, I guess big setup in coming over here to uh you're not not from australia or not born in australia yeah. do you want to tell us a little bit more about yourself um your background with training exercise and what got you to becoming a physio i know yeah. that's a lot <laughs> absolutely well um i get started with uh, the fact that i'm born and raised in norway um but i'm half english half dutch hence the uh, somewhat warped accent um but yeah i uh like grew up with Attitude, told to go out and entertain myself outside. So I grew up with a very active lifestyle like that, which was awesome. Um, did a lot of sport and then um, got introduced to weightlifting by my friend at 17 years old. And we were we went up to the top floor in the massive CrossFit gym. And like I was amongst all the heavy weightlifters there. And I was 17, had never picked up a weight before and just did like 40 kilo deadlifts. Remember, it was really hard at the time. Absolutely. Um, and but that's like what got me started really um and then i took that with me over to australia when i decided to study physio um and then i've been yeah lifting ever since so yeah awesome so what was it that uh, led you to deciding to study physio um well i wanted to study medicine initially um and so because i really liked that kind of challenge to be challenged academically so I use you get five opportunities to apply in England and I use them all for medicine um, and then I realized well I kind of want to have a life as well like not just be a doctor no no offense to all the doctors out there <laughs> um, but yeah so I thought well what's sports and medicine combined um, and came out with physio I'd never been to a physio before but thought I'd take my chances studying it in Australia I, f I figured why not combine it with a bit of traveling as well awesome that's cool and uh, so your parents still live in Norway do they yeah Cool. Yeah. How long have you been out here for now? Um, five years all up now. Right. Yeah. Wow, that's, Loving it. That's still, still not used to the heat though. Still struggling. But um. uh, I've been here forever and still can't handle the heat. <laughs> so we can't blame you there. Um, cool. Awesome. And that just brings up like it sounds like challenge is something that's big to you in general. Like whether it be 150 kilo deadlifts or <laughs> as you said, studying was a challenge. Even probably coming out to Australia is probably a, a bit of a big challenge with leaving family behind and taking that step. What started that for you? Um, I think it's because I've, I've always liked to push myself out of my comfort zone. So um, that was like, even with, for example, traveling, I went to India when I was 18 for three months because I was like, well, I don't know what's going to happen. Might as well just give it a crack and see, you know, see what kind of adventures I make there. And um, 
and you know always like the out the outdoor lifestyle in Norway is is pretty harsh if you don't know how to um, deal with the outside environment so like going on hikes and things like that when especially when it gets um, really cold you just got to kind of fend for yourself and I like that challenge I've, I think that's kind of mentally um, encouraged me to mentally push myself um, as well as physically so um, just kind of taking that mindset and using that in different types of sports as well has been has been pretty awesome yeah that's really cool it seems like that's something that would definitely uh carry over for a, a lot of different things like taking that taking that attitude i think only leads to success in a lot of ways right yeah well you gotta you gotta prepare for yourself for failure 100 percent. yeah um, but then you just learn from that so nice awesome and so tell us a little bit more about like what what you're doing now like you're super active with <laughs> uh social media stuff for for the team at newcastle performance physio i feel like uh most of the time when i see something pop up nowadays it's uh you behind the camera uh <laughs> Yeah, that definitely took a bit of getting used to as well, um, but being behind the camera. But Another challenge? Yeah, like- that's it. Another challenge. You just got to own it as well. That's it. Um, but no, I landed myself a job at Newcastle Performance Physio and it's been incredible. Um, the learning environment there with Chris and Dave has been so great. Um, and I really love how um, sort of Dave really... Um, essentially sets the foundation for me to build whatever I want from and develop my own interests within physio um, and that's I yeah really trying to take um, make the most of that opportunity there uh, so lately I've been focusing a lot on um, sort of women and, and weightlifting and getting because coming from Norway when I went to that top floor at the CrossFit gym like we were probably the only women there the only girls there and that didn't bother me at all and then I came over to Australia and none of my friends even in physio were going to the gym and lifting weights and they always said how sort of apprehensive they were about it and it kind of I you know I always encouraged them to come with me but they never really kept going and I was like well how can we change this attitude and this mindset around female like females weightlifting um, and just picking up heavy things like I think it's, it's so important for your you know for their health and and just for performance as well like in sports and things like that not not only from a physio perspective with um, injury prevention but just you know everybody's got to lift heavy and I, I really kind of want to use um, my physio and my the opportunities that I have to reach out to many different people to try and encourage that yeah awesome that sounds that's super cool and very in line with what we talk about here and one of the things that uh, you kind of mentioned there that we see a lot in, in women that do embrace lifting and becoming stronger versions of themselves is the empowerment and the improved self-confidence and that is that something you experienced as well yeah that's it so um i certainly i experienced it in the beginning but i think that was more so just because um that was the attitude that the other girls that i hung out with that that was the attitude they had so that kind of rubbed off on me and so that's why i decided to change it and i was like i don't care what i look like at the gym when i'm lifting like um i'm gonna make sure that i just get in there and and get started um and i think that's kind of the what i want to help other women do is um just is get started and really set the foundation uh for them to be able to then do that themselves i with women lifting there's definitely a lot of other barriers as well um not just the confidence in the weightlifting um sort of setting 
but um, you know a lot of things like urinary incontinence and things like that where with especially with high impact sports um, whether it comes down to like the skipping in CrossFit or something like that that's very much overlooked and not really recognized but I think it's up to 58% of female athletes in high impact sports they they experience um, urinary incontinence and it becomes such a barrier um, just just like that and puts a lot of females off so I think and that's something that we can absolutely change so that's what I'm definitely focusing in on at the moment yeah awesome that's uh that's super cool so what would be some things if the if there was uh some women listening now that were thinking about getting started in training what are some things that you've found have been really helpful uh starting points for for the women that you've worked with currently and what just things that might have helped you when you started off or even maybe things that you didn't know when you started off that you probably would have had a lot of benefit from if you were to start again now? Um, I think um, to start off with, definitely doing your research, watching a lot of videos, getting a lot of information from different people, and just trying to, just first of all, getting in there, um, start off small, just get comfortable with the barbell, and it's, you know, 100% nobody's actually judging when you're in there just starting off with the barbell. Um, It's, a lot of it is, I guess it was in my head at the time. so get comfortable there. Do it with a friend if that's going to make you feel even more comfortable as well. Um, and, yeah, just just keep stay consistent with it. Like, that's the biggest thing. For me, I did sort of – I started off with the bodybuilding stuff. I followed programs and, like, that That was good at the time And then because it set a good foundation there. But then I transitioned over to more powerlifting stuff and um, – that's when I then bumped up the weights, got a lot stronger. But it, it, I just played around with different forms of, um, you know, lifting heavy weights because there's many different things out there. And now I'm doing like CrossFit style training, and that's another challenge. Um, so I think keeping it, keep keeping the ball rolling, testing out different things all the time, not being afraid of stepping outside of your comfort zone, um, just putting yourself out there, and, and you'll benefit so much from it. Um, yeah. Yeah, nice. And that's a super cool thing, like just as you went through sort of your own training journey is like how you've pivoted along the way of like, has that been mainly that things have sparked your interest, like that you've gone off? hey, like I'm doing all this stuff now. Or there's this thing over here that seems cool. Like I should just go try it. <laughs> yeah, that's so me. Um, yeah, definitely. Like both my, because the thing is, I am definitely the least fit in the family. Um, so Okay, my, tell yeah. me more about that because that <laughs> seems like it's... Uh, a bit of a surprise. Yeah, so my brother and sister are extremely fit. Like my um, sister can run for days pretty much and then my brother does downhill mountain biking competitively. Um, so they're both, and like going on hikes and things like that, I was always the one lagging behind. So I was like, right, how am I going to turn this into um, being beneficial for me and something that I can rather, rather than getting down about myself for not being able to keep up with them on hikes. Um, it was more so, what can I do that's going to be mine, like, and that I can, you know, do myself and be really good at. Um, and that's how, yeah, that's actually kind of what pushed me to get into weightlifting in the beginning. Because I was like, I'm just going to be stronger than all of you. Are you stronger? Do you deadlift more than your brother now? Oh, probably. Probably. Yeah. So. <laughs> And he's, yeah, he's pretty You strong. should bring him out to Australia just for a deadlift off. Oh, we'll yeah. make it happen, Burgers, Beers and Deadlifts okay, next time done. around. Just bring him done. out and it'll be great fun. I'll let him know. <laughs> cool. Uh, there's, a, there's a lot of great stuff here that are like, very much in your story and like how you've got into all this sort of stuff. And I think it's super valuable for, uh, for a lot of women lifting and, and even guys. There's a lot, a lot of things here that I think that even the, the way that you've 
gone from okay well i'll try this out and like this method that's not necessarily that it's not stopped working for you at the time you just went well hey this is interesting i might as well just give it a crack oh yeah Um, absolutely and that i think that's really helped me with my physio as well because i think you just add so much more value to the service in physio when you can actually relate to the um, client's goals and that's that's just a huge part of it like it's all very goal orientated and and if it doesn't align with with what the client wants to do then you know they're going to quickly lose interest and actually not be able to or not have the motivation to continue their rehab program so that's that's a big part of of the physio and and um the service that you know we're providing there yeah and that's that's huge there as well with, with as you said that like it's uh sometimes people can make the assumptions like within pt is like oh well for me like i compete in strongman like oh you must just do that it's like well i've been training for like 13 14 years or something yeah. like that now like a long time i didn't just do strongman forever it was uh really it was a 12 year journey before I even started strongman like so the in that time there's been a lot of there's been weightlifting like you came in today and we worked on snatch technique because that's something that I don't do a lot of anymore but I have done in the past and we are like and all that stuff has carryover as well that it like helps benefit each other like I I think one of the reasons for my success in strongman is because I've done weightlifting because I've done powerlifting because I've done little bits of bodybuilding and athletic training and all those things do have a lot of carryover to each other and uh, benefiting each other but there's definitely a, a lot of value in having that diversity of skill set within within training and knowing that it's like fitting the right thing for the right person mm. rather than going okay well in in physio terms it's like oh dry needling fixes everything yeah, like yeah. and I, I am sure that dry needling does fix everything uh, <laughs> actually but uh, there's like there's the right right and wrong approaches for different things of oh, and there's more than one right approach in a lot of ways too yeah uh, yeah what are some things what are some other things that you've learned from your training background and your like general like healthy lifestyle like you said before that you go mountain biking and hiking and all all this other stuff uh that's carried over to like things that you've that that's brought to the table in physio for you um well everybody yeah as i said everybody has different interests and um if i'm then able to yeah relate to that then that helps me essentially structure what kind of rehab program they're gonna um adhere best to because that's the thing the best the best exercise is one that people do they say um and i totally i totally believe that as well there's no point giving a whole you know programming a whole um set of workouts during the week for this one person to do if they're they're not even interested in in lifting weights at all Um, and although I believe that everybody should do like some sort of heavy lifting whether they're a runner whether they're you know a tennis player or or whatever um, I you know it's always it's hard to kind of get people motivated motivated to do that so anything that can kind of um, structure their rehab program to suit them and and I've, I draw always draw off draw from my previous experiences to be able to create that for them, and um, yeah, that that's what I you know I think is pretty valuable, um, especially since we're now in the physio world deviating from the whole sort of hands-on passive treatment style of um, intervention, but rather doing you know giving the patient the client um, their autonomy with it, their independence with their own rehab, um, and that's why sort of we we run them through what the plan is so we always give them a sheet say at the end of the session that goes through right what's the diagnosis and why did you get it how are we going to treat it and what's the goals like what are the goals with that um so everybody then walks out of the clinic with you know a 100 percent understanding around what the plan is and that then gives them the reassurance that there's definitely an end point and we're here to help them in the beginning for sure um 
do the nitty gritty work together and then you know set them off so that they can then do what they want to do get back to their goals yeah uh and the thing that i picked up on there that was really really awesome is like one having a plan for your clients in the first place but two making sure that they know the plan is super powerful like uh a lot of the time and some people do like to just go go at it blindly like but i can't manage that myself yeah. <laughs> i've i've followed some programs in the past where it's like next week you like next week you'll know what next week's is about and the week after that you'll find out about that then and like it messes in my head i'm like where is this going what do yeah, i need yeah, to do like yeah. uh but a lot of our clients that we've found is like okay if if they know the expectations on where, the, where we want them to be in like a month's time and what they need to do today to lead up to that, they don't feel like they need to push past that to start off with yeah, or, yeah. or they know it's like, okay, well, it's like if I do this today, then I do that tomorrow and I do that the next day, I'm going to be leading my way there yeah. rather than it being a quick jump to, hey, uh, like I, I need to do like a thousand reps of these today yeah, and it's yeah. like whoa like that's probably just going to lead you backwards more than it's going to lead you forwards yeah. in those sort of cases there and sometimes that knowing the general context of that plan can change the way that somebody approaches their rehab and like it does get overwhelming sometimes like i know i've had plenty of injuries as as you do with training for so long <laughs> yeah. uh but a lot of these times when these injuries have come up it's like oh i've got to do this and like like a hundred reps of this and a hundred reps of that forever or like yeah. stretch three times a day every day. I was like, yeah. how long is this going to take? I don't know. What, like, are we building to something? Yeah. And it can get really uh, messes with the headspace of, of the client and, or at least for me it does. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, absolutely. So really that uh, having transparency between practitioner and client is huge uh, and something that we, we believe in super strongly here. So mm. that's, uh, and that's one of the reasons why we've, been uh be, became friends with dave and that's very much in line with how how you guys approach physio is very similar to how we approach training yeah. with our clients yeah. Yeah. um i want to be respectful of your time because i do know you have to get out over and go <laughs> f go to work but i think that we could do this for like nearly two hours or something <laughs> yeah. like that if we really uh yeah. dove super deep into it if it's we so wanted to round out and uh let's go maybe two or three quick things that you found super helpful for people in the rehab process uh, to get the most out of it and get back to their training or their normal life. Uh, anything that comes to mind there? Well, definitely, okay. So find, first of all, find yourself a physio that actually does understand where you want to go and what your goals are and that they are transparent with you about the process. I think that's huge. So in regards to your rehab, then make sure that that's what you're getting and it's not just hands-on <laughs> passive treatment, like dry needling, I'm afraid to say. Um, <laughs> And then, um, second of all, say, just be patient, be consistent. Um, if you get the work done right from the beginning, um, then, and you, and you stay consistent with it, especially in the first few weeks, then that's gonna take off weeks at the end of, of your rehab, essentially. Um, so get it done, don't half-ass it in the beginning, um, like get right into it, um, do your rehab, and then you'll be able to progress a lot faster um, sooner, typically. Um, and yeah, I think, I think that's pretty much just be consistent with it, really. Awesome. Um, that's, uh, that's super cool. So like find, find somebody who has a good plan and transparency with it. And I, I think that can go across to whether it's in training, whether it's in rehab, whatever oh, yeah. it is, like yeah. even in like business or life, like having a plan on, and having somebody to guide you along that plan is always super valuable. Yeah. Uh, and then 
yeah, I guess that. What was your second point again? I went completely. Just blank. being consistent being with consistent. it. Being so consistent. Oh, that's why I went because I avoid doing that in my physio uh, <laughs> rehab all the time. That's why I forgot. Yeah. Uh, I just like blocked that straight out of my ear, yeah, so I didn't. Blank. <laughs> Sorry, Duncan, if you're listening to it, I try to do my best, but sometimes I'm hopeless, mate. Um, and if anyone wanted to get in touch with you, find out more about you, Bonnie. Uh, where can people find you? Um, you can find us on Facebook, on Instagram, Newcastle Performance Physio. We've also got a website with um, regular blog up posts. So, yeah, definitely cool. come check us out. Awesome. Thanks for uh, coming on, Bonnie. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. <laughs>